This is a podcast from the Cat. Yes, it is. It's the Cats, the Saturday Sports Show, and I'm delighted to have our first guest of the afternoon, Mr. Oliver Byron. Ollie, good afternoon to you. How are you? I'm very good, thank you, Gary. How are you? Yeah, very well, mate. Very well. You played any golf recently at all? You weren't done, will you? Oh, unfortunately not, no. No, it's uh, yet another thing that's been curtailed by the uh, by the pandemic, hasn't it? So. It, it has. Well, only for the benefit of the listeners, your uh, head, of, your operations manager and head of football at Sandbach United. And I mean, my first question: when you think about you know Sandbach United Football Club, you could forgive people for just thinking that's just one team, but it, it's much, much more than that, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. We're we're a we're a huge club, um, one of the biggest in the in the country. Certainly, one of the biggest in the northwest of England. Um, and and yeah, it's, like you say, many people you know think that it's, it's it's one team. It's the first team, and, and that's who people go to to watch and spectate. But um, we've got forty eight teams in total. We've got over seven hundred registered players. They're ranging from sort of soccer school age, so the the really young ones right through to veterans. We have two veteran teams. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a huge football club and, and we're hopefully doing lots of good things for the community and, and, and beyond. And you've also got you've got a great representation of girls down there as well, haven't you, Ollie? We have. We've got well over 100 um, female players now. Um, mm-hmm. Again, they're ranging from our Wildcats. So, uh, again, they're the, the, the younger ones that aren't yet old enough to play in a team. Um, going right through to our first team, we have ladies' social teams, so... Yeah, our, our girls section is something that we're very, very proud of and that's thriving and growing all the time. Oh, that is a superb. I love, you know, I love hearing stories like that because you're very much a community hub, as we've said, for all ages, for both sexes, etc. So how, what's been happening during the pandemic, Ollie? How have you managed to sort of keep in touch with the uh, people and also keep them engaged? Yeah, so obviously it's not easy. Um, you know, we, we, we can't see people face to face, so it's, it's been, a, it's been a challenge. Um, but we encourage our, our coach and our managers to, to be in constant contact with, with the players and, and, and they do a lot of that for us. Obviously, they're all volunteers as well, so they're giving up their time. Um, you know, in, in their spare time, they all work full time, the majority of them. So, um, you know, we're very, very grateful for what they do. Um, and, you know, yeah, much, really. Um, we, we're in constant contact with those, but during, I mean, we we as a committee and as a club, we've we've been as busy as ever during the pandemic. You know, planning for for reopening, um, improvements on the ground. Um, we, we've done recently our diversity and inclusion officer, Liz Clark, um, arranged for a food bank collection for Sandbach Food Bank. Um, the, the good people of Sandbach came in and and did what they always do and, and, and club together and, and we, we gave a great amount, a huge amount of food over to the Sandbach uh, Food Bank yeah. um, just just before the, the actual, the, the last lockdown was announced. So, no, it's. I mean, it, it's great. And do you know? I mean, the thing about volunteers as well, actually, Ollie, is that you, you know you, you're always perhaps looking for more. So, if if people you know are just maybe new to the area and they're listening here this afternoon, how would they get in touch with the club? Yeah, so they can get in touch with us uh, through our website. So if you go to sandbachunitedfc.co.uk, or if you just Google Sandbach United, it comes straight up at the top, um, and go to the contact page there, and you'll be able to contact any members of the committee there. Um, and if you, you know, if you want to get involved, your, your help would be very, very much appreciated in what, whichever way you can get involved, whether it's a, you know, um, a small amount or a huge amount, you know, 
please please do get in touch because we'll never turn volunteers away. They are the, the heartbeat of the football club, really. Absolutely. And talking football, we had Andy, Andy Hockenall, the first team uh, manager on the show last week. And we were talking about, you know, the fact that the first team had started off well this season. But as as head of football, what's your longer term ambition for the club uh, at all levels, really? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I agree and I echo what Andy said last week. You know, it's been such a shame that the, the pandemic has curtailed the season again because um, they, they were absolutely flying, our first team. And and the, the ladies' team were doing very, very well. Some of our junior teams were progressing in cups and, and doing well in the league as well. So it was such a shame for, for that announcement to come. And obviously, there's more important things to football than football. But um, it, yeah, it was a shame. But I mean, you know, for the future, you know, we, we obviously want to keep supporting our, our old teams where that's a bit more of a, you know, a winning mentality, shall we say. Mm-hmm. You know, they go out there and they, they play to win every week. Um, but, you know, going down and, and, and some of the younger teams, it's about them enjoying it. It's about them, you know, coming out with a smile on the face and, and actually enjoying what they do and, and hopefully, you know, begging mum and dad to go back again the following week. And, and that's that's what we're about. You know, we are a community club. Um, we we very inclusive, you know. We 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 don't turn away anybody uh, that wants to come and play football, you know. And if your ambition is to be, you know, the next big thing, the next, you know, Wayne Rooney or or um, Raheem Sterling, then then great. We'll, we'll hopefully provide you the platform to do that. But you know, if your if your ambitions are just to play football um, and and engage with people and make new friends and etc. Cetera, etc., cetera, then you know we'll do that as well. So. You know, we, we, we try our best to cater for all. And I think that's you've hit the nail on the head there, haven't you? I mean, that's the that's what I love about football as well. It is a, it's a game that does bring people together. All sport does, but it's a game that brings people together, irrespective of your ability. And you know, just to see the kids coming through, getting out in the fresh air, and kicking a ball, what could be better than that? I couldn't agree more. And and you know, in the the way of the world at the moment, you know, I think mental health is is, is massively important. Um, and the sooner we can get these these boys and girls back playing football with their friends, um, sooner the better for me. You know, this is a huge part of of the game and and the engagement and the friendships that are built through that lasting friendships that can last a lifetime. Absolutely. And Ollie, you mentioned before, you mean the great things that the club is doing in the community. It's a great community hub. You talked about the food bank there as well. Was there any? Is there any particular uh, people or superstars, shall we call local legends, that have actually really stepped up during the pandemic that you'd like to give a shout out to? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the first team um, during the first lockdown, which is getting off 12 months ago now, um, they they organised a volunteer work party that we're, we're doing quite a lot of work around the ground and trying to improve our facility, which is which is fantastic. And, and they've you know worked very, very hard to make it better. Um, Adam Clayton, who is one of our um, first team players in, in the men's side, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he's orchestrated a huge amount and his the hours that he's put in, um, all voluntary, it's immense. I, I, I wouldn't even like to try and hazard a guess as to how much time and effort he's put into the football club uh, since last March. There's, there's others, Andy Ockenall, uh, Mike Senior, um, again, involved with the first team, have, have been you know really, really stepped up. Um, I was at the club yesterday and, and Adam and Mike were, were there putting up fence panels and um, doing odd jobs around the ground again. Um, 
Yeah, so they've been fantastic. I mean, Adam, I don't think we've got many club legends at Sandbach United, but I think uh, I think Adam would be one in the making. Uh, he's, and he's a he's a cracking uh, left back as well, isn't he? I know we uh, I've been a coat down a couple of times this season when you were playing, and uh, you know he, he's 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 got that cultured left foot on him, hasn't he? Absolutely, yeah, very very good player, and um, played well over a hundred games for the club as well. And um, I think he's, he's vice captain, uh, very very well respected amongst the players and amongst the the um, committee of the club. Yeah, that's Adam Clayton, a Sandbach legend, not to be confused with a bass player out of you two, yeah? No, no. <laughs> two, two very different people. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Ollie, as ever, it's always a pleasure. You know, I know we've, uh, we had a great time when we played golf together. Um, uh, thanks for your time and f- for your insight. And as I say, hopefully it's not too long before I get to see you again and, uh, knock that, uh, little white ball with 352 dimples around, uh, a course or into the trees in my case. Um, but you've picked a song for us today, which I think is a cracker. So would you like to introduce it? Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's, probably my favourite song of all time and it's the Rolling Stones Sympathy for the Devil Ah nice one Ollie you stay safe love to the family as well and please keep in touch so we can always hear what's going on at the uh, the community centre up there in Sandbach Absolutely thanks Gary All the best You're listening to a podcast from the cat Mr Dave Long of Vagrant well a cricketing legend I've uh, just been told and also a committee member at the Vagrant Sporting Club Good afternoon Dave it's lovely to have you on the show Hello, Gary. Hi. Now, George, um, you and Dave uh, go back a, a while as well, so well, I'm going to let you uh, answer the, ask the questions this time. Yeah, uh, we do, don't we, Dave? We've been we've known each other now for a couple of seasons, uh, cricket seasons at the club, haven't we? Yeah, that's it, yeah. Right, so, yeah, I've got a couple of questions for you today, Dave, so thank you for coming on and, and answering these for us. Uh, first okay. question I've got for you is... Um, what is it that um, crew vagrants can offer to the people of crew in Antwich? Right. Um, well, of course, we at the moment we can't do anything, um, and it's probably likely to stay that way for the next two to three months. Uh, but under normal conditions, uh, if people don't know, Crew Vagrants is a mixture of sports. It's a sports members club, uh, and the, the various sports, um, cricket, hockey, squash, uh, we've got associates with rugby and, and the Harriers, the runners, um, so so th- that's mainly member sports, and if people are interested in joining those sports, they can. But I- I- in addition, we've got uh, a bar and a function room with very good facilities for things like parties, weddings, funerals, um, classes, business meetings, and things like that. And uh, one extra advantage is that the surroundings are so good because uh, pe- people using the function room look out on, on the cricket pitch and basically the fields all the way around so uh, it's a good rural setting um, so basically if, if uh, any, anybody's interested and they, they like the sound of all that then it's probably a good idea to get onto our website which is um, crewvagrants.co.uk and uh, there's more information on that if, they, if they'd like to join the club or um, use the facilities yeah, but I was, was going to mention about the uh, the website itself uh, later on, but obviously you brought it up straight away there. That's that's fair and great, to be honest, Dave. Yeah. Uh, obviously, within the club, there's been quite a few uh, individual um, people, uh, the likes of um, George Harding, who, who plays cricket, went on to play at, at Durham. Uh, we've got uh, a guy called Ollie, who plays in the squash. Is it? He plays for England? 
Am I right? Yes, Mike? he's he's a very very good squash player as well. Yeah. yeah. But but in addition to that, I mean, we going back a bit. We've got um, Norman Hughes uh, from hockey, who um, in the in the nineteen eighties played for England and Great Britain. Um, and more recently, we've got Henry Weir, who's uh, now playing. He's actually down in the um, down in the southeast somewhere. But but he came from our juniors and played for also for England and Great Britain. And more recently, Dave Holland, who's uh, playing for England at over fifties. And of course, there's, there's John Morris from cricket, who played for uh, Durham. Uh, uh, sorry, for Derby in England. So. Yeah, we, we, we've got uh, quite a few celebrities that have come from the club, come from our juniors mostly as well. But that's a great advert for the club itself there, in, in saying that, isn't it? Yeah. Pardon? This is a great advert, that is, for the club, obviously. I it? think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's throughout the club, I mean, we, we've got uh, qualified coaches in all the sections, and um, uh, the all sections are dedicated to junior development. So, you know, we, we really need to... to and, and the beauty of having the different sports is the fact that uh, young kids can try different things to, to find what they have the aptitude for, for and what they prefer. So it's getting more and more kids into sports, um, giving them the opportunity to try different things. Yeah. Actually, George, uh, David, it's Gary. Is there, I was just going to say that. I mean, that's the real value to the community, isn't it? It's a multi-sport sporting club. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I mean, I fell in love with it because of the uh, getting kids into sports, which um, which I think is, is so necessary these days. You know, that we don't... It's not easy for them these days with... Uh, well, easy. I don't know if easy is the right word, with... The game, computer games, and and things like that. You know, you, you tend to do indoor things rather than outdoor things. And yeah. I'd like to see them all getting into sport. I think sports teaches them respect, uh, love. You know, in the camaraderie, uh, how to have regard for others and themselves. So, so I think sport generally is just right for kids. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Dave. And, and as you say, I mean, it gets them away from those those terminals, gets them out of the house and into the fresh air, which is which is key. And do you know what, Dave, as well? I think the other thing I find, when you go into business, when you know, when you, you leave school, you leave university, etc., and you're, you're in a working environment, it's that common denominator, isn't it? If, you know, if you're walking into a room for the very first time, within five or ten minutes, there's a good chance you'll be talking about sport, isn't there? Yeah, it's uh, the weather and sport. I think they're the two main topics. <laughs> Although for me now, it's more um, about illnesses and old age. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. Oh, bless. But, uh, no, and, uh, you know, as we said before, it's a tremendous thing for the for the community. With with being so diverse in terms of the sports that uh, you have down at Vagrants, actually, uh, Dave, is that how hard has it been to keep in touch with all of the, the different teams, the different players, the different, you know, committee members, etc., during the pandemic? It has been hard, and uh, in truth, we haven't really been able to do very much um, uh, as far as the cricket is concerned, I've had Zoom meetings with the league and Cheshire Development, um, but uh, you know, and, and they've been good, except that was before the new variants uh, arrived. But uh, uh, in the club itself, trying to keep in touch with people, it's not so easy because obviously we we're not playing. 
and uh, I think that applies to to all the sports. We 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 tend to converse with um, the Facebook and uh, emails, but it's never quite the same as being there face to face and being able to discuss what we need for next season in all the sports. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, we you know we can only hope that we can we can get over this pandemic and get the kids out there into the fresh air again, and of course get all of the all of the different levels of teams uh, playing because we're all missing it, aren't we? We are, we are. Yeah, D- Dave, what do you reckon though? Do you reckon we're actually going to get any cricket this year? Just your personal opinion, this is. Uh, well, my opinion is we will. Um, I, I tend to be a bit optimistic, I have to say, but. Uh, uh, I'll certainly be pushing for any chance to play cricket, whatever the leagues come up with. Uh, and as I said, we've we've had some Zoom meetings with the league and um, the Cheshire Development people, and they sounded really quite optimistic. But as I say, that was before the arrival of the new new variants. Um, the thing is now with with the the vaccines getting out. I mean, we're doing a great job with the the, the vaccines. Uh, and uh, the numbers of cases are starting to, to fall. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think that by um, maybe it may be this, very similar to last season with a reduced form of cricket, a reduced league. I worry for uh, squash in particular because it's an indoor sport and they've not been permitted to, to play sport of any sort. But uh, I think cricket's hockey and rugby have a much better chance of uh, getting going as soon as uh, as soon as we're allowed to yeah yeah that'd be great to see won't it that'd be great to see so dave just uh, just remind us one more time if anybody was looking you know maybe they've just moved into the crew and nantwich area they want to get involved with a sporting club how do they get in touch with the club again uh well they, they can uh, get in touch via the website which is crew vagrants .co.uk. They could, if it's uh, cricket, they can call me. Um, if you want my number, it's six two eight two seven eight. The other sports is probably best to get onto the website and follow the um, the information that's given there. We, we each of the uh, sections have various uh, website uh, links from from the main one. So. Um, if if anybody is interested in specific sports or they want to uh, book a function for for whatever reason, then I think that's probably the best method. Go to the website. Brilliant, Dave. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today, George. I think you can say the final farewell to uh, to young David. Yeah. I'm sure he's got a few <laughs> overs left in him, you know. Oh, he, he, one of the best spinners I've been told to have ever played at crew. Wow. Well. So. Well, that's very kind of you, George. <laughs> Dave, it has been a bit uh, uh, an absolute pleasure. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.